Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, January 2nd, 2022, and this is day 1387 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and honor you and praise you. There is no one like you. There is no one greater than you. Thank you so much for being our Abba Father for being there for us when no one else is, for equipping us uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit to go forth and fulfill each and every purpose that you've given us. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted, heal the sick, and bless those who may be in financial need. And I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is, are you convinced yet? Are you convinced yet? What is it going to take for God to prove to you how much he loves you and how much he will make a way for you? We must be convinced of this. And, uh, and when we're convinced, it, it shows by our faith in God when, and our obedience. Mm, see, our obedience to God is the key. So we're going to be coming out of Joshua chapter 5, uh, verses 13 through chapter 6, verse 5. Uh, Joshua chapter 5. Actually, we're, we're going to, let me see here. Five verse, yeah, verse 13. I want to make sure where I'm at. <laughs> Sorry about that. 513 through chapter 6, verse 5. And it says, Now, when Joshua was Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied, but a commander of the army of the Lord. But as a commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joshua fell down to the ground in reverence and asked him, What message does my Lord have for his servant? The commander of the Lord replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. And I just have to stop there for a minute. You see, Joshua's predecessor, which was Moses, uh, also encountered God or an angel of God, but it was God uh, at a fiery, at a burning bush uh, just before he was used greatly to deliver the Israelites out of the king's hands of Egypt. Uh, And so now here is Joshua going through similar, uh, and here he is uh, encountering a a commander of the army of the Lord. And And it says in my commentary that this was an angel of superior rank, the commander of the Lord's army. Some say he was an appearance of God in human form, 
as a sign of respect, Joshua took off his sandals. Although Joshua was Israel's leader, he was still subordinate to God, the absolute leader. Awe and respect are the responses due to our holy God. That is the best way that we are to go to our Father. And then it says, chapter 6, starting at verse 1, says, Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands. So he's saying, I've already done it. (laughs) I delivered Jericho into your hands along with his king and his fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of rams, horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, March around the city seven times. So for six days, uh, well, they did this for six days. So for six days, they marched around once. And then on the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priest blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everyone straight in. Now, this city uh, was extremely fortified. (laughs) It was, this was no tiny uh, security system here. All right, this was not some artificial camera there and pretending that it's really working or just a camera. Uh, a little bit about it, and and I'll read that also out of my commentary. It says, The city of Jericho, built thousands of years before Joshua was born, was one of the oldest cities in the world. In some places, it had fortified walls up to 25 feet high. And hold on, listen to this. And 20 feet thick. Soldiers standing guard on top of the walls could see for miles. Jericho was a symbol of military power and strength. The Canaanites considered it invincible. But God says, you're going to, on that seventh day, those walls are going to fall down. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout, then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up. Everyone straight in. They're going to take over that army. Overtake them. You see, the way God does things is totally different than the way we would do it. And he, the way he does it, works. Are you convinced yet? Number one. Point number one. Our enemy, too, has already been defeated. And that's Satan. He's our enemy, and he has been defeated by Jesus Christ. Romans 8, 37 through 39 says, 
Well, this is Paul speaking. He said, no, no. in all these things, we are more than conquerors. He was talking about all that he had gone through, all the trials and tribulations, near deaths and beatings and all the things he encountered as he's, and, and not, that wasn't all of them, but a lot of the things he encountered, you know, uh, serving the Lord. And he says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, uh, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's absolutely nothing that can separate us from the Lord, except for our own choice. If we choose to be separated, he's talking other entities. There's nothing that can come in between our relationship with the Lord. They can't stop us from being conquerors in Christ Jesus. When we are truly convinced about something, there's absolutely nothing that can be said or done to make us change our minds. When we know and trust our Father God, we know that there is nothing impossible for him. His ways are not our ways. So if the uh, methodology given to you by God is totally different than what you're used to, be convinced that God's way never fails. Mm. <laughs> so he said to me, now I'm going to read this verse to you out of Zechariah 4 and 6. So he said to me, this is the word of the Lord of Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. So it's not done in our might and in our own power, but it's by the Lord, through the Lord, uh, through his power, by his power <laughs> and by his spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Isn't that powerful? So we're not doing it in our own strength, our own power. We're doing it through God's power and his strength. Point number two. So what has God called you to conquer? What are you waiting for? Begin to activate what the Lord has given you and how he's instructed you to do it. Just as Joshua did. And Joshua trusted in the Lord uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all, well, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and acknowledge him and he, uh, let me, let me go back. I missed a verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That's it in a nutshell right there. Everything. How we cannot depend on our own way, but we acknowledge God. That means I am yielded unto you to do your will. Let your will be done, Father, in my life. And we acknowledge him, glorify him, just as Joshua did when he encountered the mighty angel of God and how he fell face down in reverence to God. He's a holy God, and we must treat him as so. And uh, we 
When we are acknowledging him, we're acknowledging him as our God, as our Savior, as the one and only true and living God. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he will direct our path when we acknowledge who he is and when we uh, choose to follow him completely. So I've shared this story with you all many times about when God came to our Raytown Bakery when it was my two sisters and I, and uh, to to uh, we were located there uh, in Raytown for five years, and it went well until after the devastating Hurricane Katrina hit, and many lives were lost. It was a very sad thing that took place. And one of the other things that took place along with, you know, the devastation was uh, some of the things that affected us was the sugar. A lot of the sh- a lot of the sugar came from Louisiana uh, that we we didn't realize that until afterward and that we would get from Sam's Club, from the um, wholesale club. What, what I'm trying to think of the grocery store we would go to on the bottoms that was the wholesale grocer um for businesses and so we noticed that we weren't able to get it as frequently or as easily they were rationing it out so we had to come up with a plan to get it uh and things just started going down it was definitely a depression during that time not a recession but a depression and uh we felt it we started to struggle near that last year of being in Raytown and although the community was extremely supportive and kind, uh, we were struggling. And uh, we had added on uh, an additional space to seat 30 people, a dining area, and that started off pretty good. But we prayed and asked God, what do we do? We just don't know what to do now. Every, you know, every bill is coming at us. Uh yeah, it was really getting bad that we could not handle or afford to pay. And I remember a group of people coming in that we had not seen before. It was about five or six of them all dressed in their nice suits. And and they came in and they ordered every single thing or, or a variety of things on our menu just to try it out. Pushed tables together in the dining room and sat and ate. And then after they got through, they came up to my one sister who was in the in the, at the counter and said, "We were sent here to come and get you." Bottom line, that's exactly what they said. We were sent here to come and get you. And she said, "What? We want to bring you to Crown Center." So. They, my sister came and got me and we started talking to them and they said, uh, you know, told us why they really like what we offered and they like unique businesses. They don't want chains, you know, and they heard so much from the brother-in-law or one of the, one of the men married to one of the Hall's family sister. And uh, we didn't know who he was and although it really didn't matter to us because everybody's going to be treated with the utmost respect and with love and uh we knew who there he was talking about he was a, a nice nice man and um so anyway we we took him up on that offer but prior to us doing a thing we had to sign a lease agreement now let me tell you about this lease agreement 
it was as thick as the Bible almost. It was very, very thick. And it's not something that you uh, uh, read and can understand typically every single thing on your own. You need an, an, a special attorney uh, that can help you with the lease agreement, which first of all, we had no money. <laughs> we had no supplies. Uh, and our supplies just to get started would be thousands of dollars. Uh, we had, they were building out the space of making it more conducive to us. We needed more electrical uh, put in. So they had to have an electrician come in. So they were doing $50,000 worth of build out for us and said we could, we would pay only 10000 We, the kitchen was a dream kitchen. It was huge. It was a good 1,500 square feet. It was gigantic. <clears throat> it had the big walk-in refrigerator and freezer and the big rotating oven and the gigantic mixer. It was a baker's dream kitchen. It had a big office. It had everything we could ever ask for. Then we had our retail outlet that was a good 800 square feet, which wasn't too big. It wasn't too small. It was perfect. And we're thinking, we don't even have the $10,000. And the Lord said, I will provide. So let me tell you about how we got through this lease agreement. So we would meet in their gigantic boardroom. Uh, well, it was a decent sized boardroom, but it had a very long, 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 long wooden, beautiful table with the big cushiony chairs and all their executives are sitting around it and their lawyers and and going over everything with us in the lease agreement. Well, of course, you know, typically the lease agreement is going to benefit them. So we needed a lawyer and we, again, had no money. So a friend of a friend of a friend's friend <laughs> uh, knew a lawyer, a friend, and he lived in Jeff City, Jefferson City. And they said, he said, it's okay to call him, but you have to talk to him in the evenings when he's off because he works for the city of Jefferson City. And we're like, okay. So I was the one that did all that stuff. And I called him and he was extremely kind and gracious. He's taking time out with his family to talk on the phone with me. Now, this was not an easy task. I'm telling you, we had to go through this page by page by page. And, and there were several, I mean, over uh, 200 pages at least in this book or 100 plus, it was huge. And so page by page or at least segment by segment, we went through it and he spent hours on the phone with me and telling me, all right, highlight this, Jackie, you need to tell them this or you need to say, we're not gonna accept this, but we'll counter with this. And there were pages I flagged them, made notes for myself, and then got to the meeting the next day and would present and say exactly what the lawyer told me to say. And I sounded like I knew what I was talking about, <laughs> but I did not. But God knew and God sent an advocate for us. And this man, he we talked. So then once we would do that, I'll tell you, once I do that, then they would counter, have to write that note down, get back and talk to him again that in the evening. And I also, during that time, I had to fax him over uh, the agreement so he could look at it too. And he made notes. So that's how we were able to talk about it. And uh, and so we did all that. And, and each time he would give me something else to say. And, and I think we probably met a good five times 
until we finally came up with an agreement with the Crown Center people. And it was amazing. We signed the contract. They were the best landlords uh, over that five years that we could have ever had in our lives when it came to commercial leasing. And uh, they were extremely kind and wanted us to be successful, all of their all of their leases to be successful. And I'll never forget uh, when we said, well, we can't, we don't have 10,000 to pay. Can we make payments? And they said, sure, how long do you need? And they just, whatever we wanted to do, they would work with us on it. And we said, give us, can we do a year and pay a thousand or, or whatever it was a month for 10 months or something? They said, sure, did that. Then when it came to getting all of our supplies in, because it was like starting new and we had to get, you know, we didn't get just like little bags of flour. We got 50 pound bags of flour, 50 pound bags of granulated sugar, 50 pound bags of powdered sugar, all these things that we needed, the giant bags of yeast to produce our product. And then we also served uh, breakfast food and we served lunch. So we need all of our deli product and all of our other items that we use. So we had a good relationship with our distributor, our salesperson. And uh, we and typically when you got that product in, they you had to pay for it right then. You could not uh, string it out for a month because we got orders in every week. And so we knew that that first order was going to be at least $10,000 or somewhere around there. It was not going to be cheap. And I remember telling our sales rep that we just didn't have it and our grand opening is coming up and we know we'll have the money after the grand opening, after because we knew we would sell enough to pay for, for all of our product plus the money that we need for the next order. So I think we had two weeks to pay it. And he made a way. He talked to his boss and came up with some story. (laughs) And he said, you don't have to pay us for two weeks. And what a blessing that was. But every step of the way, God made a way out of no way. It seemed like no way to us. But again, nothing is impossible for God. And God blessed us throughout that whole process. So many customers, so many people that we came to know, and it was just so exciting. And I am so grateful to God uh, for that experience. And then five years, uh, at that end of that year, it got a little touchy (laughs) because of the construction going on at Crown Center. But God allowed us to be victorious Through all of that, I am grateful to him. How about you? What is God giving you to do? And he wants you to be convinced that he will walk you through it every step of the way. He will provide, but he's going to do it in a way like you're going to have to shout your way through this or you're going to blow that trumpet just like Joshua and the Israelites. It is not going to be your typical way of doing it, just like I had to do with the lawyer. He was not at the board table with us, but he actually was, but God was there. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
that is what you want the ultimate is to be with the lord for eternity i love you all so so much may the lord bless and protect you may his face radiate with joy because of you may be gracious unto you show you his favor and give you his peace in jesus name amen and remember we can do all things through christ who strengthens us and please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And check us out on the T-Zone website, tzonekc.org. Learn more about what we're doing and become a partner and uh, donate if you'd like. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.